Blog Talk Radio. Smooth jazz, soul and R&B the way it's meant to be. Plus, rehabilitating broken lives one guitar at a time. We talk with Tina and with Wayne Kramer. Stay tuned. This is going to be a great show. Catch him in this linen net. Keep on so I don't forget. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live. And I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you. So, you know, call in 347-215-7511 or email us. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Again, I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live. I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. If you have questions or comments, you can call us or you can email us. If you are in London and you're listening to us on the Artist Echoes network, it's tomorrow. Well, it's today for you, but tomorrow for us, so you can't call in. But you can email us, and we will forward your emails on. Also, don't forget, if you're listening to us on a podcast or on Stitcher, do the same thing. You can email in. We'll always forward your questions. Well, you know, many Music Friday Live guests started their careers as children with a love of music. Native Los Angelino, Tina G., began hers as a teen at the Los Angeles County High School for the Arts, where, fortunately for her and for us, she studied a full spectrum of music. She studied performance and chorus and musical theater and songwriting and vocal jazz, and after that, there was no stopping her. She released her debut EP in 2002, and a single from the album, Change, was an immediate hit. In 2006, she was a Southern California Music Awards nominee for Best R&B, and in 2008, she was voted MVP for her role in the jazz musical Smokey Joe's Cafe. In 2016, her single Easy to Love was number one for 16 weeks straight on the uh, radiomusic.com charts, and she followed up last year with her like a butterfly ep well i could go on and on and on but she's here to tell you all about her stories much better than i can so atina welcome to music friday live hi how are you i'm great because i'm talking to you <laughs> how you doing patrick oh, so uh, nice we're doing really you. well you know i've been listening to um like a butterfly all week and um you know it's uh it's so romantic and so smooth. It's kind of liquid, like a warm bath with candles. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you, and, I, and I don't have that image in my mind. Uh, you create <laughs> so much more than songs. You create kind of a romance environment. So I guess romance must be a very important part of your life. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have to say yes. I mean, who hasn't been romanced at one point in their lives, right? I mean, <laughs> sure. So I would say yes, and I, I am full of love. That is me. So <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let's listen to a little bit of that warm candle lit bath music for a moment. This is a thing. Okay.
in your lyrics there, you talk about feeble imitations for love. And, and you, you sing, rising high, can't come down. I'm flying away from these lies like a butterfly. What are the yeah. imitations of love and what are the lies you're trying to fly away from? Well, okay. So I have to say that um, for this particular song, my 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 22-year-old son wrote it. <laughs> okay. He actually wrote the lyrics. He actually wrote the lyrics of the song, but he and I have been through a lot. Um, I got was I went through a divorce, and so he kind of knew some of the, the the struggles and things that I was dealing with at that time. And uh, I was drawing a a blank. I was just having writer, and I love the track. You know, the producer that helped me out is amazing, and I love the track. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? Like, it's just driving me crazy. So I mentioned it to my son. I hadn't seen him in a little while. He at that time he was living somewhere else in another state so we came together to meet up with some family and uh so i said hey darian i need help here i need i need i need help with this track so he was like okay mom the boy wrote the song in 15 minutes i'm not kidding like we were in the car and he wrote the song and i was like wait what (laughs) 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 what is happening like (laughs) he like took he like you know, that skill moved over to him just, you know, tenfold and just, he just, he has that gift. And I was like, oh my goodness. And he knew, like I said, some of the things that I've been going through and everything. And so he, um, he was able to articulate that, you know, through that song, because I, I was at that moment at that time in my life. Obviously the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Congratulations <laughs> on uh, rising <laughs> to talented, uh, a talented uh, young uh, young man for a song. Yes. Uh, but it brings up another interesting question. His lyrics bring up an interesting question. And, boy, I wish he was here to, to talk to him, too. <laughs> I um, the, the question is, because it's about his generation, is, is society, particularly his generation, losing its ability for love, for romance? Do, do you see that kind of slipping away from your son's generation and the generation coming up behind him? Um. To a certain extent, I would say yes. I mean, the the, the more we get a, go along in time, um, it seems that love is is just not really precedent precedent, you know, anymore for a, a lot of, especially younger generation. I don't know why, but you know, I, I mean, hey, it it that's just how it, how it, how the world is right now. And but you know what? Um, in in a sense, with that particular lyric, he was really talking about you know my my experience and you know, that love really leaving, it's gone now, you know? And so it's just me trying to, you know, heal and get through that. But I can't say that about my son. I think he's absolutely head over heels in love with his girlfriend right now. So I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) It's worse for him. I don't know. You know, he seems to be just fine. Uh, And and there's a lot of love songs he can sing to her and he knows them too. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, uh, reading that, listening to that lyric, uh, I, it made me think, um, friends of mine, uh, a band called Halo Circus is dropping a new album today, Robots and Wranglers. And there's a song in there in which the lead singer, Allison Arrieta, sings, I want you to notice me. Take your eyes off the screen. Anything for contact. Mm. Are you seeing that 
around you? You're seeing that in your son's generation, that the screens and the phones and the pads and whatever mm-hmm. are erasing a romance? And are you trying to yes. bring it back? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, people keep telling me, hey, you know, you need to get on these dating sites. And you need to do this. I'm like, uh-uh, no, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be on, looking on a screen trying to find a date. I, I am not. No, we're not. Mm-mm. That is not oh, me. So, so, I mean, old-fashioned. I'm, call me old-fashioned if you want. <laughs> we're going to get tons of emails uh, off, uh, wanting your, your phone number, which I'm not going to have. <laughs> oh, no, All right. We're going to let me remind everybody that we are talking with Atina G, and incidentally, that is spelled H apostrophe A T I N A, but the H is silent. And we're talking to her about her album "Like a Butterfly" and about romance. And no, you can't have have her phone number and get a date with her. Thank you. But <laughs> but you can send in uh, an email question, or you could call in three four seven two one five seventy five eleven. Actually, we have some email questions, and they aren't requests for your phone number. So, but let me okay. read the email anyway. It's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let, let's go with some of these emails. Um, okay. Pincher in San Diego wants to know, do you play an instrument other than your voice? Oh, boy. I wish I did. I don't. But I can dibble dabble on the keyboard a little bit. I know how to find melodies for, you know, songs I want. I do know when I hear something, I know exactly what I want it to sound like. I know in my creative process, um, if I'm given, say, for example, a track, I know that, okay, I hear a trumpet here. I hear, you know, an electric guitar here. I hear, you know, so I I do have that creative mind, um, uh, that artistic ability to hear those things. Um, But no, I'm not a major musician. (laughs) Okay. Well, obviously you are because your voice is is, is an instrument. Um, (laughs) Sally in Los Angeles wants to know, what do you look for in a a man? What turns your romance thing on? Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Let's see. Well, he would have to be um, spiritual and someone who actually, uh, someone who actually supports me is extremely supportive in what I'm doing. Um, I didn't have that before. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's, it's really nice. It, I, I think it's it really, uh, really honestly a turn on when someone actually gets just as excited about the things that you're doing with your life as you are, you know? So that's important to me. It's, that's very important to me as well. So I say well, those are my know, top two things. Uh, it always makes me wonder if, if why would you not be excited about somebody you you are falling in love with or 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 are with? I mean that's sort of the whole thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> Roush in New York City. Uh, oh, this is an interesting question. What do you think of blue-eyed soul and R and B? Is it authentic? What do I say it again? What do you think of blue-eyed soul and R&B? Do you think it's authentic? Blue-eyed soul. I don't know that I've ever even heard of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll pass I'm, on that one then. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe right. explain what it is. <laughs> okay. No, that's all right. Uh, Verma in Dallas um, says, 
what is more fun for you, singing standards or writing and singing new songs? Honestly, both. Both. I can't, there's no, because you know what? I can't, I can't ignore the ones before, you know, the ones before me, the, 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 you know, the ways and the Stevie Wonders and, 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 uh, uh, the Gap bands and, you know, SOS bands. I can't forget those people and, and not perform their music. Anita Baker, Shaka Khan, Aretha Franklin. I mean, they're the reason why I love music so much, you know, um, because I grew up listening to that stuff and that's, what really has helped grow my true passion in, in, for music. So um, I will always do, you know, a combination of covers when I'm performing and as well as my own original stuff. Um, okay. But, you know, of course, it's just with your original music, it's a lot more personal for you, usually, at least for me it is. All right. Well, let's, let's listen to some more of that original music. Let's listen to Show Me. talk about but but uh, first we have a caller on the line who has a question for you this is mike from los angeles uh mike go ahead what's your question hi mike i'd like to know where are you going to be performing next my dear you know i love your music it is so on point thank you so much oh my goodness where am i going to be performing next okay wow i got a few things coming up um I'll be performing at the Rose of Pasadena um, at on April 11th. I'm opening for Ruben Stutter. He's doing a trip to um, Luther Vandross. So I'll be opening for him. Real excited about that show. Me and my band, uh, Groove Workshop, will be performing. And um, PM and, uh, you know, I guess I'll, I'll be sharing my website information pretty soon where you can pull up and find uh, the tickets, how you can purchase the tickets and everything for that on my website. Why don't you, why don't you say it um, now? Why don't you give okay, the website now? It's Atina's, Atina'sMusic.com. That's H is in Harry, A-T-I-N-A-S is in Sam, M-U-Z is in Zebra, I-C-K, Atina'sMusic.com. And uh, I also will be at uh, Zing's Bistro and Bar on April 7th. Uh, we are there the first Saturday of every month. We have a residency there. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find us at. And that's in uh, downtown Fullerton. 
Okay, then. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. All uh, right. We'll definitely you, be there. You, you know. Excuse me? Uh, I said thank you, and I, uh, I hope to see you at some of those concerts. Yes. Okay, you sure will. Most definitely. She's she's outstanding. Outstanding. Okay. And uh, right. thank, thank you. you. And y'all take care. You too. All right. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Don't don't you love it when uh when that happens? Uh well I wanted yes. to ask you uh, a little bit about the, the lyrics um in that in that song we just played, Show Me. Mm-hmm. You sing I'm floating on a cloud, I don't want to come down. Uh, so you kind of create a floating world in that song. How much of that mm-hmm. is you and how much of that is your producer, or do you do all the arranging yourself? Oh, the arranging. Yes, I do for the lyrics and everything. Yeah, that's that's all me. <laughs> okay. For the lyrics, yes. Uh-huh. And um uh the producer, he actually has uh he's actually out of the UK. His name, his name is Alex. He's amazing. I've never wow. seen him ever before, ever, but we collaborate very well together. Um right. you, that's the technology, right? <laughs> yes, right. So, we, we, we yeah, actually, but yeah, the arranging is me. We're we're getting some more emails asking to to hear a little bit more of that song. So I'm going to play a little bit more of that song. Okay, wonderful. That's for all those people who asked to hear a little bit more of that. I think we have another caller on, on the line here. Hello, caller. Why don't you give us your uh, your name and um, what city you're in? Hello, caller. You want to give us your city, uh, your name and what city you're in? Oh, okay. Uh, one moment. Sorry. Tony from Los Angeles. Hi. Okay. Hi, Tony. Hey, how you doing? Hey, yeah. All how right. you doing? Okay. okay. I love your music. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Thank I, you I, so I hear much. it with my wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you have a I'm just giving you a shout out. Oh, shout thank out. you so much. No problem. That's oh, all I, I appreciate it. I just want to give you love and that's it. Okay. All okay. Right. Oh. Well, be- <laughs> the power the of time radio, radio. So I get nervous. So. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, okay. I'm nervous too. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> you are not alone. Radio. Okay. Yeah, that's why I, 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 I just don't found it. Thank you. For, <laughs> thank you, thank so you for calling much, in. Tony. No problem. Okay. We'll support you all the way. Thank you. Oh. All right. 
We are beginning to get a little tight on time, and I did want to play okay. some more uh, of your music. In fact, we have. Um, okay. But I did. I did want to also point out that the uh, wordplay in the lyrics in uh, in that song is really nice. Got the insight Thank to you. see. There's a spark you ignite in me. Uh, And then later on, uh, you got my attention. Yes, indeed. Right here, right now. I hear you loud and proud. You've got got a very nice rhythm in your lyrics. And also, I just love the the wordplay in them. So in any case, well, you're quite welcome. Uh, We do have some more of your music. And I want to play. um, This is In Your Eyes. I think we have an old friend of yours on the line. You want to introduce yourself? Okay. Hello. Hi. Yes. Yeah, this is G.D. Henderson, saxophone player. What's up, G.D.? <laughs> Who are you? I, I, I played with Atina back in the day, and I just want to call and tell her I'm proud of her, and congratulations. Oh, thanks. You're so sweet. Thanks, G.D. And, and also, you. I want you to continue to be my friend now that you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> you are hilarious. Hey, I might need a sex player somewhere down the line. You never know. <laughs> I'll call you. I'll give you a call. <laughs> oh, but I'm enjoying the interview. Keep it up, girl. Keep it up. I'm always in your oh. corner. Thank you, oh. hon. I appreciate you. Oh, okay. Uh, we uh, we have some other callers uh, here too. Uh, wow. Hang on just a second. Yeah, you got a lot of friends Wonderful. out there. Oh. <laughs> right. Hello there. Can we have your name and what city you're in? Hello. Uh-oh. Hello. 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 All right. Let's move on then. Uh, okay. Hello, can we have your name and what city you're in? I hope I'm connected with you. My name is Stephen Miller. I'm from Pasadena, California. Can you hear me? We can. You have a yes. question for our guest? Hi, Stephen. Oh. Hello there, Hatima. How are you? Okay, how are you? Fine. Listen, I heard you, my wife and I heard you when you uh, led for the uh, Fifth Dimension a few weeks ago in Pasadena. Oh! Right, I did open up for you guys. You, oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes, I did open I was up for a, them. Yes, such a great opening you and your band did. We were really, really pleased with your music and your work. Oh, thank you so I'm a, much. I'm a, yes, I'm a friend of your father's, Terry. I I used to work with him. Oh, okay, Stephen. Right. Well, thank Boy, you, you were so great. much for your support and calling in. You were oh, really oh, great. Thank you. 
Thank you. You were really great. Well, we really, so we really much. enjoyed you. Yes, well, ma'am. That, that, <laughs> that really pleases me because that's, that's my, my goal when I'm up there on that stage is to make you guys feel good, too. So thank well, you. You can really tell that you're into your music. That was really great. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Oh, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. Tell, tell everybody how great you were, and they need to come out and support you. Okay, thank well, you. thank you yes, very much. Unfortunately, Ruben. we are out of time. <laughs> and I okay. do want to get. Oh, this has been a, 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 a great love fest here for uh, romantic Aww. music. Um, Atina, thank you so much for being with us. Real quick, tell okay. people where they can get your music. Okay. Well, um, my music is available on all social media outlets, you know, from iTunes to Google Play to um, .com. Um okay. All you have to do is, or you can go to my website. There's an automatic uh, link to it. Um, but it's, uh, again, Atina's, www.atinasmusic.com. That's H-A-T-I-N-A-S as in Sam, M-U-Z-I-C-K, Atina's Music. Okay. Um, and everybody <laughs> should go to your website and find out about your upcoming yes. uh, uh, concerts, Absolutely. particularly the, the one in Pasadena at the Rose. That's a wonderful place. Thank yes. you so much for being with us. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Patrick. And I have to thank Jay for uh, for introducing us. <laughs> yes, Just wonderful. All right. Bye. Thank you so, so much. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Wayne Kramer and Ken Hartman are going to be with us. Uh, we're going to talk about jail guitar doors, but in the meantime, real quick, we're also going to take a little trip to Mexico. Stay tuned. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja, California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Yes, we'll see you in San Felipe because we love to go down there uh, with MySanFelipeVacation.com. Use the discount code MFLA5 and you'll get a discount on everything you book there and you'll have a great time. Well, let's stop for a minute and just think. Americans' prison system is a mess. It has been haphazardly assembled by politicians who get elected for being tough on crime and amoral investors who see a way to make billions of dollars on the backs of mostly poor and minority men and women jailed for little or nothing. Rehabilitation is seldom on the agenda of either. We have today with us two men for whom rehabilitation is the agenda both of whom have seen the inside of a prison cell. Wayne Kramer of the Detroit punk rock band MC5 and one of the finest guitarists in the world, and Ken Hartman, a convicted felon who earned two college degrees while in prison for 35 years and wrote a book about it. 
What they have in common is Jail Guitar Doors, a California-based nonprofit that works to rehabilitate prisoners with music. Kramer is its co-founder, along with uh, Margaret Sadi Kramer, uh, Kramer and British rocker Billy Bragg. Hartman Organization's first ex-convict, Hartman is the organization's first ex-convict employee. Kramer just released a new album, Lexington, recorded at the Lexington Prison, where he was jailed for two years on a narcotics charge, and which I understand is also or has been the scene of a drug, an infamous drug research facility. Welcome, both of you, to Music Friday Live. Thanks. Great to Happy be to here. be here. Great. All right. to be here. <clears throat> uh, Wayne, before we dig into the mess called the U.S. prison system, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the album. But if we don't do it now, I, we may never get to it. Lexington, a progressive jazz instrumental album. What inspired it? I was hired to score a documentary film uh, for PBS on the facility at Lexington, the the federal prison there, uh, which happened to be the same prison that I served my term in. And in the the process of of writing the score, um, it occurred to me that, you know, this needed to be a jazz score and played by real jazz musicians and that maybe I could reimagine some of the cues into song forms and create a companion album with it. And so it was a way for me to to express some feelings about my time there in my first language, which is music. That first language of music. Well, let, let's play a little bit of your first language. Uh, this is Burning Freeze. about the drug withdrawal process, how it feels. Now, why is progressive jazz a good vehicle to communicate that feeling? Why not howling rock, more like your earlier music? Uh, Good question. I think, you know, music is so subjective that it could be anything. (laughs) I just happen to attach that... um, concept to this piece of music um you know the rites of spring could be about something besides birds waking up in the morning you know it's it's <laughs> it's, it's that's how subjective art is <laughs> okay i i never thought of that but you're right um ken you 
you wrote a, a book about your experience in in, um, in 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 prison. When you listen to something like like this, um, do you does it bring any of those kind of memories back? Um, well, I, I, the, the piece that you just played by Wayne, uh, I didn't really listen to uh, free jazz very much. So it's in prison, so it doesn't really bring memories of prison back to me. Um, probably more, you know, more like classic rock and, you know, things like that, that I listened to while I was in prison. They, they do sometimes evoke memories of prison. Sure. Okay. Uh, now, when you were introduced to jazz in jail, I, I remember when uh, I was first introduced to a new genre, um, in this case, Latin fusion music, uh, it was like a window open that was always there, but I never bothered to look through it before. When you got introduced to jazz, it was did it become kind of a new musical window for you? Uh, without a doubt. Actually, I was first introduced to it in the uh, late 60s by John Sinclair. Um, you know, I had this rock band, the MC5, and I was wondering where to go next with it. We, you know, we were doing rock as hard and as fast and as loud as we could, and where do we go next? And when I heard the music of John Coltrane and Sun Ra and Albert Eiler and others, uh, the direction became clear. So uh, what, what really happened at Lexington was my real musical education because I had the opportunity to study music in prison with a formidable jazz musician, um, the great Red Rodney, the great jazz trumpeter. So m my education Im improved radically uh, when I was locked up. Well, I, I want to play uh, an, an Another cut from your ed your education, right? Uh, from the Lexington <laughs> album. <laughs> Although this Great. one is not on the Spotify or iTunes version, but um, it it is on the uh, the album, and this is "I Love Paris." All right. Now, the original of that song, of course, was, was by Frank, Frank Sinatra. What does that song say to you? Because it, it's kind of an interesting choice for this album. Well, I do love Paris. So, <laughs> and, it was, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a great um, uh, song from the, from, uh, of the American canon of of the greatest songwriting, you know, in our history, the, the era of the Broadway uh, musicals that, you know, the songs that we call standards uh, come from. And it's that whole era of Cole Porter and Irving Berlin and 
all those great writers. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I'm a very much a fan of that stuff and a student of it. And uh, and I thought, let's cut one, but let's do it our way. <laughs> and we're glad you did. <laughs> right. Uh, we some other music to play, but but I want to turn towards jail guitar doors. Um, Ken, what's your role in the organization? Um, <clears throat> fundamentally, my role is I'm the senior grant writer, which means my job is to help uh, you know per- fundraise uh, through foundations and individuals and corporations and any place we can to find money. And I think probably. Uh, maybe co-equal with that is uh, to, you know, represent jail guitar doors and programs like this and some other things I've done and I intend to do in the future. Well, as I mentioned in the introduction, um, rehabilitation is not high on the agenda of prisons in the United States. Ken, after 34 years in the system, how would you describe the willingness of the prison system to rehabilitate uh, inmates? Um, I guess I would, I guess it's probably what happens a lot, Patrick, is you have people at the very top who I think are often well-meaning. Um, I, I believe Governor Brown truly wants to change the prison system in California. I think his intentions are actually good. I think that the Secretary of Corrections here and several others at the, in the high-end hierarchy are actually, they do want to change prison and make it a more rehabilitation oriented thing where people could get out and stay out and be productive and which is the rational choice. But I also know that um, unfortunately uh, rehabilitation probably gets about maybe 1% of the budget. I don't know, maybe 2%, something like that. The vast majority of the budget goes into, you know, the custody arm of things and, you know, and, and in any government bureaucracy who gets the money is who is in charge. So it has a, it's, it is custody oriented. It's keep people in oriented uh, and prisoners. The more prisoners there are in prison, then the more people have to be employed to keep them in prison. And it has, this, it, there is something to that. I think drives a lot of what's going on. Well, 20% of all prisons in the United States are actually for profit. And they generated about $4.8 yeah. billion in revenue a couple of years ago. Sure. This pays mm-hmm. Big salaries for executives, profits to the investors mm-hmm. that that uh, invest in these companies. They even kicked uh, mm-hmm. a quarter of a million dollars into the Trump inauguration campaign. Do you think that mm-hmm. the the profit making side of prisons is a disincentive to rehabilit to uh, uh, rehabilitation because it will lower the recidivism rate, which means fewer prisoners, which means fewer earnings? Um, I, I do. Uh, but but I think it's uh, while while that is a real thing and it's a, frankly somewhat horrifying and disgusting from my perspective that you know there are people that are actually making profits off of incarcerating human beings. But I mean I think it's important to to look. Although the government-run uh, prison systems aren't necessarily profit-making, they spend a vast amount of money and a lot of people profit from that. You know it, the employees, the you know people make a lot of money. You know. Prison has been very, very good to many organizations uh, in the country, and the vast majority of prisoners are are held by the government. You know, so mm-hmm. so they kind of all are people are making money one way or another off of it, and it's probably what a hundred billion dollar a year thing total. 
you know, so it's a wow. massive entity in the United States. Wow. So, so what does Joe Guitar's doors do to plug the rehabilitation gap? Well, I think Wayne should probably start answering that since, since well, he started this. Yeah, it, it's um, what we do is 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 simple. We find people that work in corrections that are willing to um, use music and art <clears throat> as a tool to help people change uh, for the positive. Um, we know the the transformative power of music. And all art forms, actually, um, including theater, um, writing, dance, sculpture, painting, uh, all the all the arts have the ability to to reach someone at a deep fundamental level, to bring about a, a, a change of heart. You know, education is important. Um, the best way to stop. Uh, the best tool that there is to stop recidivism is a college degree. Uh, so if we, yep. if we could educate people, that would go a long way towards um, uh, improving life for everyone in this country, certainly for prisoners. But um, education is not enough. Uh, if you educate someone with a bad attitude, you have an, an educated criminal. <laughs> Um, it takes a fundamental change, a change of heart, you know, to begin to see yourself differently, to see yourself as as part of the world and see yourself as part of a community and part of a family and and to have something to offer to the world of value. Um, and we know that the, our programs um, uh, are, are successful. We, we do uh, longitudinal studies from time to time. Um, to to statistically, uh, you know, to gather data, and we know that uh, our programs work well. Um, and at this point, you know, our instruments are in 105 prisons across the country. Um, we have workshop programs on 10 California prison yards, and uh, we're also in the county jails and in the uh, youth probation camps as well. Um, I think what we're trying to do is mitigate the damage being done. I mean, you know, if, if we don't do something to help people change for the better while they're in custody, they will most certainly change for the worse. And, and to ignore that, uh, we do at our own peril. Um, I have, I've been reading up on, on jail guitar uh, doors and, um, <clears throat> The description of the programs that I've seen, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or expand on this if, if, if you would, is, is that you distribute guitars and you also hold songwriting classes in prisons. Is, is that the, the heart of the program? Fundamentally, yeah. We, we distribute more than just guitars, but, and, and we operate songwriting workshops, correct? Okay. Um, could you describe what a songwriting workshop looks like, um, where, where they're held, and who, who does the teaching and who does the learning? They're, they're held in various spaces uh, in the prisons. You know, that it might be in the gym. It might be in the education department. It might be in the chapel. It might be in the chow hall, wherever we can find a space. <clears throat> and um, the workshops are open to everyone. Uh, you don't have to be a, a professional musician or uh, experienced player. Um, and 
it's open to all types of music. Um, the the facilitators are professional musicians, um, and uh, what we do is we have a curriculum. Actually, Ken could could uh, speak to it because he helped us develop it. Um, that really works through a range of subject matter that um, require people to look inward and to figure out what went wrong and what could be done to to uh, to change. Um, uh, you know, uh, we 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 have a. Uh, we have some rules, you know. We don't allow uh, racist or sexist humor. We there can be no threats and intimidation. Um, uh, we require people to treat each other with dignity and respect, and everybody enjoys that opportunity to just be human beings and to do something creative together. Uh, I'm sorry, like I interrupted you there. Ken, Ken, maybe could talk a little bit about the curriculum. Uh, it, I was going to ask you, it sounds like you create some n- neutral territory for a while there. Neutral territory, yes. Uh, safe Ken, uh, t- tell us a little bit about the curriculum. Well, so so essentially, um, so the idea is, I think first the important thing to remember is, is it, it's not a music program per se. It is a, it's a rehabilitation program that uses the medium of music. And uh, mm-hmm. so let's take, for instance, one of the sessions might be about uh, forgiveness. And so the participants would, would get together into small groups and would discuss the concept of forgiveness, would work on some ideas of what forgiveness means to them, you know, the people they need to forgive, the people that, you know, they, 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 want, they hope to receive forgiveness from. Uh, and then in the process of creating, you know, writing about this, creating some kind of lyrics, you know, putting together some music to accompany it. So the idea is it's, it's music, but it's music with a, like a specific purpose to get a group of guys or, or women, it's in male and female prisons, uh, to think about the, the idea of, of forgiveness. Uh, or it might be to think about anger, or it might be to think about, uh, you know, feeling rejected. Or, you know, there's a whole, we can, we can go, we, we try to structure each session around, one sort of overarching concept and the idea the ultimate idea is it's like wayne's talking about that change of heart and the way that you give have a change of heart is you start thinking more deeply about these kind of concepts that generally in prison there isn't a safe neutral space to do that so the idea is is so again it's a it's working on the rehabilitation of prisoners through the medium of music and and music is something that you know historically for human beings music has that ability to touch us at a very deep level so if we're already talking about a subject that is a a deep and profound subject and then we add music onto it kind of makes it a more impactful uh, kind of thing interesting i'll bet it does uh we're we're talking with uh, ken hartman and wayne kramer of jail guitar doors and you can talk with them too you can call in 347-215-7511 or you can email us, and many of you already are, so you know the, the email address, but it's uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We've got a couple of questions from, from listeners here. The first one is from um, 
uh, Maggie in San Francisco, and she asks, what songs do prisoners ask to hear most? Uh, I don't know. Do you give concerts? Um, we do. Um, it, it's, um, you know, I think, I think people just want to hear good music. I mean, people in prison are exactly the Their listening tastes are the same as everybody else. You know, yep. whoever the big band is in the world at the moment, that's who everybody likes, you know. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, like, people in Lily. prison don't sit around and practice Johnny Cash songs, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lily in Tampa uh, wants to know if you meet many inmates who are actually already musicians. A great many. Okay. Yeah. There's a, um, there's, prisons have traditionally had a lot of musicians in them. <laughs> which you yes. found out when you um, spent some time there. A teaser That's in right. Temecula wants to know, do you lobby for changes in the prison system? We do. Uh, we um, I've made uh, numerous trips to Washington to hold uh, members of Congress's feet to the fire. Um, we... we um, try to advocate um, and also to organize with um, coalition partner groups. We're not the only people that, uh, that want to help prisoners. Uh, there are people all over the country, and we're constantly in contact with them, uh, trying to watch out and promote uh, a political and legislative um, goal. I mean, we really function on two levels. One is you know, going into prisons, uh, people helping people, providing instruments and programming, and the other is the um, legislative political level. Um, okay. Because in the end of the day, there has to be a political solution to this. Okay. We are uh, unfortunately running out of time. We're not going to be able to play all the music I wanted to play, and I did want to give you an opportunity to tell people how they can get involved. They can go to jailguitardoors.org, and they will be able to learn more about who we are and what we do. And uh, if they uh, are interested in participating, um, there's a, a donate button. They can help us that way. Um, we, you know, it's a constant uh, challenge to to fund these kinds of efforts. Um, my experience has been. You know, if you're saving the baby seals, money comes flying out of people's pockets. But uh, if, you're, if you're trying to save adult felony offenders, eh, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. So if this, if this, if uh, if being of service to your fellows and helping make the world a better place interests you, uh, um, help us out. Send us some money. All right. Just wanted to make sure we got that that in. We do have actually a little bit of time here, and I do want to play one more song from the album. This is ARC.
That's A R C. Which uh, Wayne? That that has a particular meaning. Those three letters. What? Uh, it means. Uh, it means research. addiction research center, which okay. was a portion of the prison that I served my time in that was set aside by the federal government to test people with drugs. Okay. Uh, the CIA did a lot of their secret um, testing of acid in there, and uh, 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 it actually all wow. kind of blew up in their face. Yeah, it certainly did. It was a well, we big are scandal. Out of time. Um, I, oh, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that, that people had an opportunity to um, uh, find find your book, Ken. Where should people go to get your book? Uh, my book, uh, Mother California, is available on Amazon.com. Patrick, thank you. Yeah, Amazon.com, and it's a memoir of your yep. time in prison. And, Wayne, once more, what's the best way for people to get involved with uh, Jail Guitar Doors? JailGuitarDoors.org. Okay. All right. Well, I th- unfortunately, we're out of time. We should have you back on when we and. and because there's so many more things to talk about and so much more music. But thank you so much for taking the time with us today. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. Thanks for the opportunity to blab on the radio. Really (laughs) appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. Thank you, Patrick. Okay. All right. You have been listening to Music Friday Live. This is Patrick O'Heffernan here. Um, You've been Listening to us on Cyberstation USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. You can like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Sorano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to talk with the remarkable singer from Canada, Kirsten Collins, and the talented, funny, and slightly dangerous David Poe. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we'll update you on the guest. Goodbye, everybody, and have a great musical weekend, and we're going to leave you with some more of the great guitar, Jail Guitar Doors music, and this is Jail Guitar Doors by The Clash. <laughs>